the Immortals of Universe 7. I'm Mysterious Jackson from the Mysterious Jackson show. And I wasn't really going to talk about this yet. But what I'm going to talk about is SmackDown vs. Raw 2022, aka WWE 2K22. Let's start off with the good. Now, the good in this game, I like how the graphics are looking. And the controls are changed back to the SmackDown Shut Your Mouth days and SmackDown vs. Raw era to an extent. And what I like about this is that they have a cost a combo system. And, and what I mean by that is, like, you know how in the WWE when they do the combos when they're attacking and they don't just block up? They're doing combos with punches and kicks and strikes and all that. And they have a new dodge mechanic. And... What they got rid of, which I'm glad about, is the limit to the reversals. You don't run out of reversals anymore. And like how you run is how you used to move with the left stick and the shoulder buttons which is the top buttons. And <clears throat> how you grab, they have a light grab and a, a a heavy grab, like a weak grab and a strong grab. <clears throat> and I like that. <clears throat> now, I also like how this game looks. How it's gonna play, <clears throat> excuse me, and how the overall presentation is, and they have it making it realistic, <clears throat> they have it realistic when they get slammed they make it look realistic and they they sell it properly and they don't get up right away and I like how realistic it looks when they sell it like when they get slammed you can really feel it in their face like they look like they're in pain and the weapons break now and that hasn't happened since the SmackDown vs. Raw days and uh, SmackDown days. 
And what I'm looking forward to is what I like is the the showcase modes. And they do fairly well. And I say that because look let's look at WWE 2K15 or as I like to call it SmackDown vs. Raw 2015 the showcase was about CM Punk and John Cena's feud and CM Punk and I like that story mode and I like the showcase in general because it it shows the best moments of their careers. And I like reliving those matches. What I'm also looking forward to is the Superstar Universe mode. And I know what you're thinking, that's a new mode, how could you know about it? Technically, it's new to 2K, but it's not new to me. And I'm going to tell you why. Because essentially, what it is, is like season mode. You play with the superstar that you pick, and they have the story that's surrounding them. And... That's what season mode used to be in SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth, SmackDown, Know Your Role, SmackDown 1, and SmackDown vs. Raw 2005, SmackDown vs. Raw 2006, and SmackDown Here Comes the Pain. So, I kind of like that. And I'm also looking forward to My Rise. I mean, My Rise is like my career mode. And the My Career Mode in WWE 2K20, aka Magnum Pictures Raw 2020. It was good, but it wasn't like how I wanted it. It had its choices or whatever, but you couldn't be a heel. You couldn't be a bad guy. You was only a good guy. And not to say that I don't mind having the characters that are good guys, but I wanted to have at least one story mode where I was the bad guy, I was the heel. Like, I made them look like heels, 
but it didn't really act like heels. And with my rise, you can do that. And I like how you start off as the come up at the performance center center. And I like how it's got dialogue. It's full voiceover. The only downside I have to that is that there's only 30 voiceovers. And that said, I hope they have John Cena voice his own character model. Because in WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2019, aka 2K19, John Cena was not voiced by himself. He was voiced by somebody um, named Gavin, I want to say it was. And I get why they kind of did it because John Cena, he wasn't actively with the WWE. But my thing is, you scanned him for the game. You got his moveset. You got his entrance. You got his likeness, but you don't got his voice. That was the only gripe I had with 2K19. I love that game. I love 17. I love 16. But what I didn't love... 2K19 did not have... John Cena. Voicing John Cena. I felt ripped off. And thankfully it wasn't mine, it was the schools because they have an Xbox One. But I digress. I continue on with what I was talking about originally. 2K20, I'm looking forward to my rise. The showcase mode, which is featuring Rey Mysterio, it's about time. And I love the showcases when they feature wrestling story careers about wrestlers that I love and I like and that I'm a fan of. I don't really care for <clears throat> showcase modes that have wrestlers that I don't really care about. Not to say that 2K19 didn't have a wrestler that I didn't care about because I love Daniel Bryan. But his 2K show um showcase mode was a bit short 
I mean, it did have the highlights of his career. But... It... It was what it was. And... I'm glad... They capitalized on it... When he was white hot. And he got his WrestleMania moment. You can't take that away from him. I was so proud of him. But... Knowing that he's not in the game... I get it, because he, he he wasn't scanned. He's not working for the WWE. And he's not on the list of superstars that will be appearing in the game. Although I am a Daniel Bryanson fan, I'm not disappointed that he's not in the game, because I understand it. He had his time in the WWE. I'm not saying that, you know, he won't ever come back. Because, you know, with WWE, you never know. But, I'm looking forward to this game. I've already ordered it. I pre-ordered it, so I got the deluxe edition. And, before you go talking your bullshit and start saying, Oh, why are you getting the deluxe edition? You don't know what you're getting in the season pass. Blah, blah, blah. You don't know what you're getting out of it. You're playing the beta of the game. The game's not finished. Bullshit. I know what I'm getting. I read, you know. And this ain't my first time getting season passes and seeing how they work. Chances are what you're going to get. I'm not just getting one. DLC pack. I'm getting five. And then there's going to be more later on in the summertime because around the summertime, more stuff comes out for games. Chances are you're going to get the season pass. You're going to get MGK. I'm looking forward to that to getting to beat his ass because I can't stand him. Like, I think he is the worst rapper and worst rock star ever. Like, Fuck that guy. Fucking stoner. And I'm looking forward to him being in the game just so I could slam him through a table. And if Johnny Knoxville is going to be in the game, I could care less. I mean, nothing against the guy. But I'll just put him in... MGK in the game so I can slam them both through a table. So I can have some fun with that. And the NWO will be in the game. And like, how you know? You don't even know that if that's going to be in the game. The, um, the NWO Life Edition for Life Edition will be separate thing. They won't be in the season pass. Before... MGK was confirmed to be a DLC character and a downloadable character for this game before that 
NWO was already confirmed to be in the game. And how are they going to be confirmed to be in the game? By DLC. How do I know this? Because when they did it with 2K14, who were the two DLC packs that were in there along with the late great Ultimate Warrior in, in the Legends pack and in the MWO pack? Ultimate Warrior was twice because of the pre-owner bonus. The pre-order bonus. I said owner. That was an accident. And he was in the Legends pack and in the Season pack. And what happens when the Season pass comes? You get more than one DLC including a Legends pack moves the pre-order bonus which will be the NWO because that was in the trailer along with the deluxe edition and chances are there's going to be a moves a moves pack like it's been for like the past 10 years and not to mention, I get to play it. Eight days early. I know it's three days, but you know what I mean. Because it comes at midnight. They come at midnight. Then I'm going to pick my copy up on Monday. And they're like, how can you get it? When it comes out only on March 11th. Blah, blah, blah. You're lying. Uh, have you ever heard of pre-orders, dumbass? When there's a pre-order, that means you order it before the release comes out. So that means you get to play it before it actually comes out. And you get all the DLC packs that comes with it and for those of you who don't know what DLC means is downloadable content that includes season passes for more than one item sometimes it's six items sometimes it's one item sometimes it's three items sometimes it's five items sometimes it's ten items but that said I'm looking forward to this game primarily because I've been a fan of these games since I was 8 and 7 and 4 and 6 years old. Hell, the very first wrestling game I've ever gotten was WCW. Oh. NWO Revenge WCW versus the world WCW Nitro WCW Thunder and 
you really want me to go over there, on the computer, I had WCW Backlash. And then, when WWF came out, I had no mercy. And then, when WWF got the right, they made WWF Backlash. But it was canceled. Then, it got on so on and so forth. I had a PlayStation. I had SmackDown. Smackdown 2. Know your role. And then I had for PS2, I had Smackdown Just Bring It, then Smackdown Shut Your Mouth, Smackdown Here Comes the Pain, Smackdown vs. Raw 2005 and 2006, and 2009, 2011. I had it on PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3. So I grew up on a lot of these wrestling games. And I know how pre-order works. I know how season passes work. The only downside I really see with WWE 2K22 aka SmackDown vs. Raw 2022 is the GM mode. Let me tell you why. The reason why I say this mode is going to be the biggest downfall and overlooked because there is a a limit to what you can do. And I'm going to address the elephant in the room. You can have your dream matches, yes, but you will not be able to get the ratings you want. And you can't put the tag team titles on the line or the intercontinental championship title on the line. And not to mention, it has in-game currency like you can draft who you want you can put who you want on your card but you have to make it realistic but see here's the thing with a limit to what you can do I think this mode will be overlooked and not played as much And yes, it's been 10 years since this mode has been in a wrestling game. The first game and only game it really has been in was SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, which is the best general manager mode of all time because... It was the most realistic general manager mode to date. The reason why I say that is because not only was it realistic, 
You got to draft who you wanted and who you wanted to be a part of your commentator team, who you wanted to be on your roster, what type of titles you wanted on your roster to fight for and what titles you wanted to vacate and make them vacant and your um your superstars your wrestlers they got injured and if they got injured you received a text saying that this star cannot be in the um the main event or in said match because he sustained a minor or serious injury. And that was realistic. And if the superstars, the wrestlers themselves weren't happy, they left your brand. They left your show. And moved on to the competition. Granted, nobody likes that, but hey, it was realistic. And they had a right to complain to you and say, hey, I'm not satisfied. I think you should do this, this, that, and the third. And that was realistic. But with this general manager mode in WWE 2K22 it's going to be really lackluster it's going to get overlooked because it's not what everybody thought it was going to be everybody thought it was going to be like how it was in um, Magnum vs. Raw 2007 and no it's not like that Am I saying that, you know, things won't be patched in in a later time? No. But why do that when you know people waited for this mode for 10 years? Had people not voiced their opinion and say, hey, this is what we want. It would have been 11 years. And 2K is aware of the hole that they're in. I'm not shitting on them. The wrestling games that they've put out, granted, they have bring me some great memories of my childhood and made me relive those iconic moments. Especially if I couldn't, you know, go to the pay-per-view live. I can relive those moments. And take a blast from the past. So that's why I love the showcase story mode. But my thing is, why pack something in 
update it and put it in the game later when it should have already been in the game. That's why this mode is going to be overlooked. I'm going to try it and see if there's some things I like about it. And if there are or there aren't, I'm going to revisit this episode and do it again. And tell you what I liked and what I didn't like about the modes that are in this game. What I'm also looking forward to is the Superstar mode. And for those of you who don't know and start saying, oh, that's a new mode, to 2K it is. To me, it's not. Because I know what it is, essentially. What it, and I'm explain. What it is, is how SmackDown 1, SmackDown Know Your Role was. Season mode. You, you pick your favorite wrestler. You go through the story mode or season mode with them through the months and years and you only play with them and whoever they're fighting you're not going through everybody's story mode or um, universe mode and playing with everybody you're only playing with the person that you picked and I like that you know it gives a call back to the season mode aspect of things. And I'm also looking forward to that mode. And I'm also looking forward to playing the um, Rey Mysterio showcase. And seeing how different it is. Which it is different. Because <clears throat> the last couple showcase modes and story modes that they had for uh, Superstars. They would show like video packages of the events with the real images from said events and then they would show the in-game cutscene and reenact the real live event story scene from that event that they were in or the timeline that they were in and I like that but I would love to have seen, you know, the actual, you know, gameplay footage as well as the narration from the star that the um, cover is based on or the showcase that the star is based on. And with WWE SmackDown vs. Raw 2022, aka 2K22. With the Rey Mysterio showcase, you get that. You get to participate in the um, Eddie Guerrero um, storyline with the 2005 event before he passed away. That's really going to be hard for me to play because... When I seen that event and, you know, they were doing a tribute special, like, I'm not going to lie, I cried. 
I ball because when he died I was 14 about to be 15 I was a teenager when he died so playing that is gonna bring all sorts of memories for me it's gonna bring some happy memories for me but it's also gonna bring some sad memories for me yeah and um I'm looking forward to playing this. gonna bring some memories for me some happy and some sad and I'm gonna tell you what it's gonna bring some happy memories for me and it's gonna bring some sad memories for me. it's gonna bring some happy memories for me because growing up I used to watch wrestling with my cousins and one of them are is no longer here with us and he was somebody I looked after I was his voice because he couldn't talk and his name is Dayton Elijah Grimes Rest in peace, because I love you. I love you with all my heart. I adore the memories that me and you built. I endure the memories that we had. And I endure the memory that I had of you the last time I saw you and you gripped my hand to let me know that you love me even though you couldn't talk I knew what it meant even if anybody else didn't I understood you I knew what you were trying to say even though you couldn't verbally say it I knew what you were trying to say I enjoyed the memories that I had with you watching wrestling me entertaining you when I was playing wrestling and making the noises and watching you smile each time I play a wrestling game that has Stone Cold in it I think of you every time and that's why the WWE games bring so many memories for me. There are a lot of happy memories, like I said. But the 
where this game is going to succeed, it's going to look good because the graphics have been updated and compared to um, WWE 2K20 aka SmackDown vs. Raw 2020. And you can't really blame all of it on 2K. Because it wasn't all 2K's fault. You left them because something was going on behind the scenes with them in 2K. And instead of having a bad note on their reputation, they're like, nope. I'm gonna go to where my services are wanted and needed and going to be taken care of properly. So, Visual Concepts had to take it over along with 2K. And 2K20 was rushed. And you can't fully blame them either because with WWE, usually they had to bring out games every year. And due to the fact that, you know, Corona hit every form of the industry. And due to the fact that you know, they thought, you know, nobody's really going out. A lot of people are playing games nowadays. They thought it would be easy, but due to the fact that everybody had to get cut due to, you know, the pandemic and everybody had to lose their jobs, the video game market suffered. And with Ukes leaving them and THQ filing for uh, chapter 8 bankruptcy and failing in that they suffered and not to mention Jack Specific went with Ukes so who had to take over? 2K, Visual Concepts, and Take Two Interactive. And due to the fact that, you know, it was short notice, they cut ties with 2K. They had to start everything from the ground up. And 2K. On the PlayStation 4, based on my experience, it wasn't bad. I mean, I get what they were trying to go for. Like, they were trying to make it more arcade-like. Because visual concepts, they mostly work on games that were more in the arcade field. Because before um, wrestling, visual concepts, they, they only did arcade games. 
And the reason why I say that is because whenever they would do like the plug-in games, they did stuff by visual concepts. That's why a lot of the classic arcade plug-in things, you would see visual concepts back it up because that's what they were known for. And being that, you know, 2K20 was rough. I'm not even gonna lie. It was rough. It was broken. Severely broken. And a lot of the data that they had wasn't even updated. It was based and modeled after the 2K 2K um, data from the game. Like, and what 2K 22 is is modeled after what was supposed to be WWE Smackdown vs. Raw 2021 but being but being that 21 had to be cancelled because 20 was bad so they said let's keep stuff from the game that was supposed to be Smackdown 21 and let's just combine it with 22 and see what they did was they decided to release information bit by bit and not all at once and I get what they were trying to do with that because 2k20 was not really up front with behind the scenes they wasn't really trying to believe um believe in revealing everything at once because they believed in the project so much and they thought we as fans was gonna support it because the past couple games they found something good in it as the fans but no you had way too many glitches on the Xbox version I'm gonna say I'm gonna preface that on the Xbox version I had a bad experience with 2k20 But on the PlayStation version of 2K20, I had a blast. I was able to play the game for four years without it glitching. I had my share of glitches here and there, but they're not constant. They're not consistent. And there are some things I love about 2K20. I do like the fact 
that they had a women's showcase. Preferably, it was based around um, the Four Horsewomen, but it was mainly based around Becky and Charlotte's and Bailey's career. And I do, I do love the towers mode that they have with Roman Reigns because he's he was the star too. He was the star too. So it was both about Becky, Charlotte, and Bailey, and Sasha Banks, and Roman Reigns. Like. Do I think this game, the new game, is going to blow 2K20 out of the water? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, the character models, they look great. There's two universe modes because they got the classic universe mode from um, the previous games from... 2011, 2012, 2013, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, and 20. And they got the superstar mode. There are some modes, like I said, I'm looking forward to playing, like the My Rise and the Showcase mode and the My Faction. And I'm looking forward to playing with, you know, the stars that were released. And I'm also looking forward to playing with China. Rest in peace to her. She was another one of my favorites from the Attitude Era, along with The Rock. Which, by the way, his model looked great. Like, a lot of the character models in this game look great. The gameplay footage I've seen of this looks great. But what I think is that this GM mode due to the very little and how limited it is it's going to be overlooked I mean people are going to try it because it's been 10 years 10 and a half years to be exact that it's been out of any wrestling game and they're trying to reintroduce it and they're trying to see what is going to stick with this mode and they're going to see if they should keep it or not. And, and am I saying that, you know, are they going to patch it in to put the intercontinental titles and the tag team titles in the game? Possibly. I'm not saying... That they're not. I mean, because look at what they did with um, 2K20 when Created Championship wasn't in. Because when I played that shit on the Xbox and, um, whatchamacallit, um, Created Championship wasn't in, I'm like, what the hell? And then when I got it on uh, PS4. And then I got the update, and then they patched it in, like, three days later. I'm like, okay, good. But I get people's excitement. It's 
skepticalism, frustration, and disappointment with this mode. Because it has been 10 years since this mode was in the game, and it hasn't it hasn't been in the game for 10 years until now. And the fact that you're only able to do so very little. I mean, like, you can pick a custom general manager. You can pick Stephanie McMahon as the general manager. You can pick William Regal as the general manager, as well as play with him. In an exhibition match when, you know, you play one-on-one matches. You can pick Adam Pierce as a general manager. You can pick Sonya Deville as a general manager and Stephanie McMahon as a general manager. But those aren't the general managers we as fans wanted. Some fans, when I was talking about this, they wanted Theodore Long, respectable. I get it. I wanted him too. They wanted Vicky Guerrero as the general manager. I get it. I didn't really like her as a a general manager as a heel because she played favorites. And then she tried to... And then she... Didn't do the rules. And then they always wanted the, like a relationship to sort of thing with her. But looking back on it, her as a general manager, I get it. It's what brought the TV in. Is what brought the ratings in. And. Due to the fact. That you know. You can't have those. General managers. As. A general manager to choose. And then you can't have the dream matches that you want. This mode, if it doesn't get updated soon and have more features to it, it's going to get overlooked and people aren't going to play it as much. I myself are going to try it to see what it's all about. Because I am curious, like, that was my favorite mode when it was in 2007 because of how realistic it was. But due to the fact that you can't have the dream matches that you want, you gotta have matches that don't make sense. And you can't put the tag team titles in the line. And you can't put the IC title on the line. Intercontinental Championship on the line or the tag team titles. Yeah, this this mode is gonna suffer. A lot of people are excited for it. 
a lot of people aren't excited for it. And I understand each side of the, of the field. You're excited because this mode hasn't been in the game for 10 years. But due to the fact that you can't put the tag teams titles on the line for your show or the Intercontinental title on the line for your show and you can't always put the powerhouses that you want in your show for a pay-per-view or for a match there's nothing to really be excited about for this mode but as far as that goes one couple titles for the men's couple titles for the the women I get it but to be honest that's not realistic enough and that's what's not really going to help the mode sell and I'm not talking bad about it because I want good things for this mode I don't want nothing to be bad in this mode or in this game I mean I understand not everything is going to be good in the game that's not realistic I mean even some of the greatest games had some some bad things in it but what I'm saying is don't look at this with rose colored glasses take them off Let's be real for a minute. From what I've seen over the years, 2K has had some hits and had some misses. But I'm not saying this game was going to be bad. Because if it was, I would play it and tell you what's bad about it and should you buy it. But I'm looking forward to this game. I'm looking forward to playing it. I'm looking forward to um breaking it down for the episode because I'm going to revisit this for you guys. Tell you the good, the bad, and if there's some ugly, oh, you best believe I'm going to tell you about it. I'm Mysterious Jackson. And until we meet again, I'll see you later. Bye. And don't forget, always remember to stay tuned because you never know what's going to happen on the show and you'll never know who might be on the show. And you don't want to miss out. And take care of our Earth because this is our Universe 7. Until we meet again, unleash your power, don't hold back, break the barrier.